Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Previously on a call, I gave you an acronym of MIND, M-I-N-D, and we were discussing in that call about the mind of servant leaders, right? And the M stood for motive, the I stood for intention, N stood for nurture, and the D stood for decisions, right? So this is going to be very important coming into play today's topic in understanding the servant's need for resistance because our mind is our battlefield, right? It's the nature where our human nature resides, our motives, our intentions, what we nurture, the decisions that we make, all of that's our mind, will, and our emotions, right? Our soulish realm, our carnal realm. And as servant leaders, when we're saved, right, once we've received Christ as our Lord and Savior and we've committed our life and committed to him being the Lord of our lives, there is one thing that's already secured, and that's the spirit. The spirit is taken care of. It, it can't be touched. But our soul, our carnal, our human nature, our mind, will, and emotions, we're subject to that, right, because we're human. Paul reminds us of that when he talks about the war that goes on within us, right? I want to do right, right? I want to do well, and I'm paraphrasing. You can go find it. But he talks about, um, you know, wanting to do right and having this battle, this internal thing that goes on around us, right, In well, inside of us. But oftentimes, Society and the world's view, right, that's under the influence of our adversary, wants us to always only focus on external resistance. And today my goal is to help us have a better understanding of resistance itself and how it works and understanding where the external resistance actually is serving to a purifying process within us, right, internally, because there's an internal resistance that we have as humans, right? We are naturally, by our human nature, resistant to God's guidance. We are resistant to submitting to the Holy Spirit, each and every one of us on this call. Ain't none of us exempt from it because it's our human nature, all right? And Jeremiah 17, 9 through 10, it says, The heart is deceitful above all things, and it is exceedingly perverse and corrupt and severely and mortally sick. Who can know it, perceive, understand, be acquainted with his own heart and mind? I, the Lord, search the mind. I try the heart, even to give to every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings, right? We can't know ourselves. We have no idea how deceitful and wicked we are without God's word revealing it to us, right? That's why we need a Savior. That's why, right, that channel of reconciliation is created for all men. Not all men will heed it, but it is created for all men, of all humans, right, to be brought in to this safety net, to be brought into what I called previously on a call that witness protection program for God because he knows that we are wicked without him, right? Without the guiding, without our submission to the Holy Spirit, we we can't do anything, right? I want to give us another scripture so that this may be clear and I'll go on. 
It's Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 through 24. And it says, Now the doings or practices of the flesh are clear and obvious. They are immortality, impurity, indecency, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, anger, ill temper, selfishness, divisions and dissensions, party spirit, factions, sex, sex that's S-E-T-S, with peculiar opinions and heresies, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and the like. I warn you beforehand, just as I did previously, that those who do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the work which his presence within accomplishes, is love, joy, gladness, peace, patience, and even temper, forbearance, kindness, goodness, benevolence, faithfulness, gentleness, meekness, and humility, self-control, self-restraint, continence. Against such things there is no law that can bring a charge. And those who belong to Christ Jesus, the Messiah, have crucified the flesh, the godless human nature, with its passions and appetites and desires. If we live by the Holy Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. If by the Holy Spirit we have our life in God, let us go forward, walking in line, our conduct controlled by the Spirit. See, we cannot, as servant leaders, live this life that we're called to to doing the will of God without submitting to the Holy Spirit. So this is where the need for resistance comes in. When we're experiencing any type of resistance, and oftentimes that resistance may come in the form of something that we've prayed for and we've asked for, and it just seems like everything is coming up against us, to get to that thing. We've examined in our best ability that we believe our desire is pure for it. We're not uh, seeking after something that we think is going to bring harm to anybody, right? Y'all stay with me. You know, we think we're doing good, but we don't understand why am I getting so much resistance? Why is this not working? Why am I, you know, why is it not happening when I want it to happen? Why is it when I do one thing, I find out there's something else I need to do, or I've got to go all the way back from the beginning. Yeah, I'm talking a little bit about myself, but I'm using this as an example because somewhere in our lives we've all experienced that, that we set out on this path and then we have to start all over again and we're wondering where is this resistance? Why is it happening, right? And I know for me, oftentimes I would think, right, I would think that maybe I've done something wrong. Maybe the thing that I'm pursuing is not right. Or maybe uh, God's trying to tell me something that I haven't seen or there's some unconfessed sin or something I need to do better, right, whatever the idea or thought is. But I challenge you today to really step back and stay with me in understanding this resistance because it's not about what we haven't done because Scripture clearly tells us without God we can't do nothing anyway, right? The resistance, and I'm going to share some definitions of resistance to make this all make sense. 
the resistance is defined as the refusal to accept or comply with something. But we've already discovered that by human nature, we already have a refusal to accept and comply with God's will and way. That's just our human nature. It's also the attempt to prevent something by action or argument. Well, that human nature in us is going to be, uh, it's going to resist God's change because our human nature doesn't like change. We want convenience. We like to be comfortable by human nature. Second definition of resistance, it's the ability not to be affected by something, especially adversely, right? In a biology term, it's the lack of sensitivity to a drug, an insecticide, or et cetera especially as a result of continued exposure, all right, or genetic change. Thirdly, resistance is also the impeding or slowing or stopping effect exerted by one material thing on another. And finally, it's the degree to which a substance or a device opposes the passage of an electric current. So understanding in light of what I described that we sometimes experience with resistance to our prayers, to things that we've gone after or something we've asked for, we have to look and understand that when resistance is present from our human nature, right, it's our refusal to accept the good thing, right, to accept the gospel, to accept God's word, right? It's that human's attempt to prevent something from happening, to prevent that change. But it's also developing in us an ability to not be affected by outside or external resistance. It's developing us in an internal, right? The spirit within us is now sealed, but that spirit is wanting to to get over into our mind, will, and our emotions, get into our motives, our intentions, our, what we nurture, and into our decision-making process. That spirit wants to get over into those things so that our behavior can now start to look more like Christ right, from an internal standpoint. So now there's an impeding or a slowing down and a stopping effect that's going to occur in our lives, going to occur in us internally and externally. Some things will start to slow. It'll start to be impeded. And we always want to give so much credit to the enemy. And he is our adversary, right? But you've got to remember he's a tool. He's being used. He does not have equal power with God. He is not equal to God. He does not have equal authority or power with God, right? He is a tool of God. God will use him, right, because his his evil workings can be used to God's good because God is all-knowing. He knows all things. He sees beforehand. The enemy cannot do that. So even if he's coming to impede the angel that, like with Daniel, to stop what he was doing, right, to stop bringing, uh, it's in Daniel chapter 10 when Daniel was praying and the angel comes to him and he says, when you first prayed, God heard you, was already answered. But for 21 days he was he was wrestling with that that spirit, right, the, the adversary, right, and 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 through Daniel's continued prayer, right, Daniel continued to pray. He continued to seek God and continued to trust God for that which he had already asked for. He didn't turn away. He didn't get discouraged because he didn't see it. Even in his discouragement, he continued to do what? Seek God. He continued to seek God's will because he knew nobody, nothing, and no other answer could come except from God himself, right? So when we know that and we know that that impeding and slowing down of 
effect will happen, we start to examine the degree to which the substance or the device is being opposed by the passage of that electric current coming through. That electric current is God's answer. It's God's uh, manifestation of the thing that you've prayed for and you're believing for to come forth, right? All of this is a part of resistance, but we get to the place that resistance now is about refining because it is aligning your motives, your intentions, your desires, your nurturing, what you eat on. It's aligning all of those things up with God. See, as servant leaders, we need to know that everything we set out to do might seem good to us, but it still needs to be refined in order for it to be pleasing in God's sight because we are not good within our own selves. Right? There is a, a process that it has to go through to get it to where it's a sweet-smelling aroma unto God because we are not good. There's nothing good in us, okay? So without the refining process of the Holy Spirit, we cannot offer up to God any sacrifice that's pleasing to him outside of the Holy Spirit. Hope you all get that. So the need, the servant leader's need for resistance is also it is building up your ability to stand, right? Because as you shed off those old impurities, those old things that no longer serve you, and you're taking on more of what Christ is like, right, in your behavior, you have to develop an ability to withstand the still evil workings in this world. Right, because everybody ain't at the same stage in this process of refining. It would be wonderful if we all were maturing in our spiritual uh, resistance at the same time, but we're not, okay? And so you're going to encounter people each and every day of your life, but you are going through that process of having your spiritual resistance built up so that you can continue to stand. And you have to recognize that you are being developed. You are being matured for service as a servant leader. So as I close, I'll be talking more about this on Thursday, but I want to leave you with this. Understanding that resistance is about maturing the servant leader and preparing you for service at the level that God has for you. Do not continue to accept resistance as something that's being kept away from you, but let it be the thing that draws you nearer to God, that you become more dependent on him, that you become more trusting in him and relying on him and knowing that he is faithful and that his word is going to come forth and allow that resistance to mature and develop in you the spiritual resistance needed for you to go further and forward on the next level. All right, so thank you for joining us today on Which Inspired. I hope it has inspired and encouraged you and challenged you. We'll meet you back on the line on Thursday at the same time. And until then, visit wisdominspired.net. You guys have a great and wonderful day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.